guys, and welcome to this episode of the Rose Reviews. My name is Adam Rose, and today we're doing the top five best films of 2019. Best films and television. Kind of throwing television in there as well, since they're kind of in the same medium nowadays. And I am once again joined by my good friend, Sean Schlotowski. Sean, welcome to the podcast once again. Good to be back. Nice to have you on. Thank That's you. been a little while. It's um, been a while. But uh, we're going to go through our top five best of 2019 here. This is pretty much in no particular order, except for I think our number ones will uh, let you know what our top, top thing is of the year. But other than that, they're kind of mix and match, interplay, interchangeable here. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited to see. I actually don't know what's on your list. Exactly. I don't know yours either, so it's, I'm excited. Yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> on yours. I don't know if we're going to be repeating. Who knows? And if we are, it is what it is. But yeah. um, I'm sure we'll probably repeat a couple on here. But mm-hmm. uh, let's just start in no particular order. Let's start with your number five. What is your All number right. five, in no particular order, best film of 2019? Best, best film, okay. Or TV, television Well, show, I was going to, let me, uh, I'll, I'll kick it off with a TV show. Okay, TV right. show. Okay, so, so number five here for you. This is going to be The Boys on Amazon Prime. Ah, okay, I did think about having that on there. Yeah. What made you go there? Um, just because I had so much fun with it this year. It was, mm-hmm. I didn't want the season to end, and when I found out they're going to have a season two, I'm just, I was like super stoked, and so... Uh, yeah, when is that, is that coming out? It should be coming out this year this now. This year sometime? In, I don't know when Probably it's... summertime, most okay, likely. Okay, probably summer, fall, yeah. Um, but they, they already released the teaser trailer for that, and uh, I mean, the first season was just so fun and Man, different, and yeah. I mean, it was... Uh, it was violent, it was different, and, it was compelling at the same time. Very much so, I mean, the characters, like, I mean, the main character, I, I can't remember his name right now, not Carl Urban's character, but... Um, the main, the main superhero guy, or or the the kid, the kid, yeah. And I didn't think I'd like him going in, and then something just like after the first episode, I was like, I'm really this character is really yeah, compelling. Yeah. So every character I loved the action. You, should, you just, need to check out the comic now. I know. Yes, yeah, that's my yeah. plan is to read the comic. So um, what about you now? Okay, so let's go with my number five. I had two TV shows in here out of my five, and then I took one out and put a movie in just because oh, okay. the movie was so good. But I will go with my. Um, Number five pick here. I'm gonna go with Us. Okay. Uh, number five pick. Right. That is, this is the kind of horror thriller film. Yeah. Uh, by uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, who also directed Get Out. This is his mm. second directorial, um, uh, uh, not debut, but second director uh, uh, gone out time here. And uh, I gotta say, I really enjoyed Us. I was on the edge of my seat. I didn't know what was going on. I thought the performances were fantastic, and it really showed me more than anything else. That Jordan Peele was not a one and done mm-hmm. with Get Out. He's a force to be reckoned. He's with a now. force to be reckoned with, and I can't wait to see what he comes up with next. He comes up with original good stories that mm-hmm. are originally written by him, directed by him, and uh, I just I, I was really I find the, uh, the the film very compelling, and I really really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So that's my number five. What's your number four? Uh, all right, so my number four is going to be Ford versus Ferrari. Ah, this yes. was one of my uh, hotly anticipated. This films. was yeah, it was up uh, up there for your it list. It was up there, and so um, starring, of course, Christian Bale and Matt Damon, and it it did what it wa- what I wanted to do, and it did a little bit more as well. I mean, it was a very compelling story. Um, I knew a little bit about the story, but not. It and you're went, a big fan of, of Formula One racing. And well, that this thing, yeah, Formula One racing, big fan. But of course, this was just kind of the 24 Hours of Le Mans, which right. is kind of you know similar to that, and um, just anything kind of racing biography. I'll watch. I mean, I loved Rush, and so this was a great. But this is even better than Rush, I think. Yeah. And uh, just the story behind it. I mean, it was more of a behind the scenes story of what happened. Sure. And it was a uh, very about you know Matt Damon and Christian Bale's characters, who yeah. of course, I mean, it's based on a true story, so. 
the acting in it, the action, the just thrills. I thought the way he shot the car chases, and then the car chases, the mm-hmm. car scenes around the track were quite compelling for, you know, driving around a track. Well, the great thing is there wasn't a whole lot of CGI with that. It no, was, no, it was which I really enjoyed. It was all practical effects. I mean, when you see a car being launched in the air, that's actually them launching the car in the air. Yeah. I mean, and you was, could feel that in the film, I think, as well. It, as exactly. I mean, there was some, you know, there was white knuckling the whole time, so yeah. it, was a, it was a great film. It was one of my favorites. So. Um, my number yours? four is going to be Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Yeah, number four is Jojo yeah. Rabbit. This is uh, directed by Taika Waititi, who did Thor Ragnarok, who did, mm-hmm. um, oh, what was the vampire? What, uh, what We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. Yes. Um, and he is a talented, talented, he did some of The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and he is a talented, talented uh, director. I love his sense of humor. He comes up with a very quirky, again, mm-hmm. very original, there were a lot of sequels, remakes, mm-hmm. that type of thing this year. There were a lot of great original films as well, and this was definitely one of those. With the storyline and the way they uh, uh, had this, I can't imagine trying to pitch this film, um, but man, the performances were great, the story was interesting, it's an original film, and I found it very compelling. Jojo Rabbit is my number four. So what is your number three? I'm going to say my number three, um, I'm going to call Audible, because I was going to do TV, two TV shows, but instead, since you're going to be doing one, I'll just do one as well. Uh, so this is going to be a movie again, so uh, it's going to be The Irishman. With, okay, yeah. Mar- uh, directed by Martin Scorsese. It's kind of his really big criminal epic. I would almost call it like a spiritual successor to Goodfellas. I mean, yeah, and, or the God, the Godfather kind of yeah, it's, film. It's three and a half hour film on Netflix. Three and a half hour film, and I sat through it in one sitting. <laughs> I mean, I took like 10 minute intermissions every sure. hour, but um, with the you know powerhouses of Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci. It was a just. It was an amazing film. Um, there was not a lot wrong with it. I mean, it did get slow at parts just because there was a lot of talk about union stuff that I just wasn't familiar with. But when the actors, when those three main actors were on screen, I was yeah. Just yeah. I was. Do you think the Oscar is going to go for the Oscar? I, I think it's. I mean, it's going to get nominated for sure. Is it going to okay. win? I'm not sure. I okay. hope Joe Pesci gets nominated. I think they're going to cancel themselves out. I think Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, all those guys, Al Pacino, they're going to. Well, cancel I think themselves I think Robert De Niro and Al Pacino might, but Joe Pesci was definitely one of the highlights. Hmm. I almost okay. think he was better than both of them. But um, my last three are kind of have a theme amongst them, um, but uh, I'm going to go with my number three. Being Avengers Endgame. Okay. Now, I have to put Avengers Endgame in there, mainly because it is a culmination film that has taken, since 2008, with Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, it has taken last 11 years, a culmination in cinematic history that we have never seen before. Mm -hmm. This is something that takes those 11 films, and really, it is the culmination of those 11 films, and this is what you can do. And we've been doing this in comics for years and years. Uh, with big event type comics after mm-hmm. taking single comics that's what but this is a movie version of that which mm-hmm. is never done before so it had to make my list simply on the fact that one I really enjoyed the film but two just the amount that cinematic history mm-hmm. being made with this and of course it making over 2.4 billion dollars which is it, it's now it's, it's the number one grossing movie yeah. of all time yeah, beating out is, avatar which is ridiculous yeah. um so i gotta put it up there for me mm-hmm. as my number three so what's your number two well to segue into that mine was endgame okay <laughs> it was great. avengers endgame and so and the same kind of reasons same or? reasons i mean i i don't know if i've cried this heavy in a movie before i don't know but like there was many scenes where i just teared up yeah. and i was oh man it was it was tough but i mean i couldn't believe i was sitting there watching this three hour like superhero epic that's been you know, we've been building up to it for the last 11 years. I mean, what, it was 22 films or something like yeah. that that went into 24, this? So, I think. Tw- I, it's I in the know. 20s. Yeah, it's in the 20s. The fact that this has happened, it's literally made history. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we live in the era that we time, do. That we had this to experience this. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. 
All right, so my number, uh, my number two, is gonna be Watchmen on ah, uh, yes. HBO. Okay. Um, now again, on the theme is there's all superhero related, yes. and that's gonna be my next three. Okay. Um, but Watchmen was a thing that I thought I never wanted, that I didn't need, that I was angry they were making, mm-hmm. and it is a successor. They they tried to make it sound like it wasn't a sequel. It's a sequel. It mm-hmm. is a sequel to uh, uh, Watchmen. Yes, to the Watchmen graphic novel by Grant Morrison. Oh, not Grant Morrison. Um, Alan, Alan Moore. Alan Moore. And uh, this is its its sequel, basically. And I thought that was going to be something that was never going to happen. I never wanted it to happen. I never needed it. And now all I need is a second season, which is probably not going to happen. But I want it so bad because this show was so compelling and it made... Watchmen for a modern audience based mm. off of a, a, a race culture, a, a political culture, a 1% type culture, and made it relatable and made it modern and still made it feel like Watchmen, made it feel mm-hmm. like when I was reading the original Watchmen, all the feelings I had, I felt those same things watching the show, mm-hmm. which I thought could never happen. Yeah. So Watchmen has to be up there for me. as one of the best television, movies, whatever mm-hmm. I've seen in a long, long time. Fantastic. Couldn't have recommended enough. Watchmen on HBO. It's fantastic. So what is your number one? I have a feeling it might be similar to yours. Probably so is. if it is, you'll, you'll have to let me know. So of course number one has to be Joker. Yep, yep. No, we have the same number one. <laughs> I was gonna say, of course it's gonna be yeah. the same number one. So yeah, I mean, what's not to love about this film? It it blew people away, it blew me away. I mean, it did something not even see I mean, gr- that's the great thing about the era we live in is now that we have so many superhero and you know comic book based mm-hmm. movies, now people can start taking risks. Directors can start taking risks, you know, like with Logan and Deadpool. And now we have Joker that has now is now the actual R rated Joker film. Yeah, I mean it's a you know it's it's not a Batman film. It is a Joker film. Yeah, it is not a superhero film. It is a I don't, I don't even psychological thriller almost yeah. in, in a way. It's just. And Joaquin Phoenix his performance alone just, makes the movie worth it. Yeah. Um, I thought the direction was fantastic. The, the, this is this is a Joker is an example of a film to me that is something that is going at all cylinders. Yes, everyone is at has their A game. Yeah, when everyone is doing their A game, cinematography, the score, the actors, the directors, yeah. the writing, when all of that is working, this is the kind of film you get. And it's it's not boxed into a genre like it's not the superhero genre at all. I mean, it this is a film that can be studied can be Absolutely. looked at it and, and seen. I think it will be oh it will I mean it'll be in you know film classes in yeah. the future I mean it's kind of like uh, they always compared it to taxi drivers so I mean mm-hmm. in those mm-hmm. kind of films back yeah. in the 70s and 80s and so I feel like this is our era's that kind that of film. film and I hope Part of me wants them to do a sequel. Part of me doesn't want them to. I don't think it warranted. It's not warranted, honestly. Yeah. I think it's good as a standalone. I, but I hope it sparks a new. Kind I can of, see other films in this in this type of feel for they're, sure. They're hoping it'll like spark a DC Black Label kind of, awesome. which I'm like all for oh, because yeah. telling different stories from different viewpoints. I mean, that's I think the best thing that could happen yeah. nowadays because we're getting so saturated with superhero films. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm gonna give a couple. That's our top five. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so mine, I'm gonna go over mine again. Mine was Joker, Endgame, uh, Us. What else did I have on there? Watchmen. Oh, uh, Watchmen. And now I can't even forget <laughs> my top five. Were. Uh, but you heard my top five, and you had your top. Five. What was your top five? Again? Uh, so it was Joker, Endgame, The Irishman, Ford versus Ferrari, and The Boys. Right, 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 right. And mine was uh, Watchmen, Joker, Us, Endgame, uh, Endgame. What were you feeling? Now I can't remember. Um, I'm sure they were that good that I can't remember. Um, but I do want to give a couple honorable mentions. The one things I really enjoyed: mm-hmm. uh, Brightburn, really enjoyed that film. That Booksmart, Rocket Man, 
um, Toy Story 4, Spider-Man Far From Home, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, The Boys for me, um, uh, Chernobyl on HBO was fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, Motherless Brooklyn, I enjoyed that for what it was, Ford vs. Ferrari for me, Knives Out, mm-hmm. and 1917 were all uh, films for me for this year that were on my honorable mentions that I couldn't make it quite make it to my top five, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Do you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I've got a few, so I'm, I'm going to try to name ones that you haven't, but... Um, Oh, Jojo Rabbit was your in the film. Oh, Jojo Rabbit. Because I was going to say, I love Jojo Rabbit. Um, Rocket Man, Knives Out, Aladdin, surprisingly. I mean, oh, I did enjoy that. I, I really did like Aladdin. Um, Dolomite is my name. I watched that recently. That just that was a mm-hmm. one that stuck with me. Um, and Rocket Man for sure. And then, yeah. of course, the TV shows. The Mandalorian is yeah. right up there, along with Good Omens, which is I believe it was on Amazon or yeah, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. And, and then Sex Education on Netflix, which mm-hmm. I just thought was really great. So um, got, a lot, year, a lot of good, got a lot of good content this year. I was going to say, this year was a really solid I year, TV really and film-wise. Really, really good year. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how the Oscars go this year. But again, I agree with you. I think it was a really good year for television and movies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so but those are our top five best of the year. Hopefully you guys have had some time to check those out. And if you haven't, maybe now this is a good recommendation to Definitely. go check out uh, some of these films or TV shows and go watch them. So I'm glad our, our lists were mostly different, except for one. Yeah, so but of good. course, we're, we're not our surprised top there. Is the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Sean, thank you for joining me on this one. Good to be back, man. And as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, guys, I will see you at the movies. Bye-bye.